join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash comics for fun and profit. Why you ask? Well, because we are on episode 700 and something, and we've been cranking these out for a decade for you. So, hey, support us. Give us, throw us a shackle or two. A little something, a little, wet our whistle. A little something to, to give us a taste. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash comics fun profit. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 730 for comics originally coming out May the 3rd and May the 4th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, what do we have going on in the world of comics, Drew? Well, we are um, convalescing, both of us. Both of us are sick again. Um, again and this time did i give it to you maybe because <laughs> you seem i think so i think you really did i had i've had it for two or three days and uh, you're getting it and before you got it i didn't get it dodge that bullet but yeah it's <laughs> stuff going around like crazy i was thinking it was just like allergies because of spring and pollen and stuff but i don't know there's some accompanying symptoms that <laughs> don't don't usually come with with uh, allergies for me, anyway. So there you go. Um, but yeah, so w- I've been all about the draft, watching some NFL draft going on. No, not really comics uh, the last couple of days. Our beloved Steelers picked their quarterback of the future, which was pretty interesting. They got, <laughs> there you go. Uh, pick quarterback. <laughs> uh, it was really a lot of trades. Um, watching. Uh, I mean, most people find this incredibly boring, the draft, but I, it's like a little little nugget of football in a wasteland of, you know, basketball and hockey. So I like it. There you go. I like it. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, it was supposed to be an incredibly boring draft where nothing happened because there was no real quarterback scuttlebutt, but uh, quite a bit actually moved around day one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was just looking at this stupid... Uh, Patriots, they've been trading up and trading down and stuff. They've accumulated like 10, 11 picks uh, for the draft. Again, they, I hate them. I hate them so much. Anyway, let's talk comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what we wanted to do this week was kick off with uh, Marvel's previews that is May for July. Yep, so we want to do that. It says, yeah, Marvel preview number eight, May for July 2022. Uh, A little bit of judgment day on the front of this one here. And as we scroll down through and see, we actually start with the first item being Avengers 1 million BC number one, a Jason Aaron and Kev Walker comic. Yeah. Because they teased this before, right? This one million BC stuff, and I, I didn't—I didn't pay much attention to it. So, I'm just doing a little bit of that again. I don't know. Yeah, I, the secret origins of Thor revealed—they are the defenders of the dawn of time. Yeah, I don't really have any interest in this. I don't think. Good news is it's only a one-shot dream. Oh, so okay. Nothing too crazy. $5 Forty one pages, shot. one shot, five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, cool. 
And if that is not your uh, your uh, speed, we have AXE, which is, of course, Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Date, number one of a six-issue series. Karen Gillan and Valerio Shidi are writing this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm also not interested in Judgment Day either. But you're not interested in the X-Men claiming that they are the planet's new gods. The Eternals know that position is already filled and the Avengers are about to realize exactly how many secrets their so-called friends have kept from them. No, no. You keep going. I'll let you know when I'm, I'm interested again um, because it, it, it might oh, be a while. Right. It looks like it's going to be a while. Cool. We have more AXE. This is Judgment Day, of course, number two. Uh so we got the second one coming out. We're going double shipped uh, of this six issue series. So it looks like we're going to double ship it, and knock it out in three months. Um, so if you weren't interested, number one, I'm guessing number two is also not doing anything for you. No. Some of the art looks all right though, but you know, tend to get a lot of good art. All right, we're still in the Avengers X Men Eternals Judgment Day thread. This time with Death of the Mutants, number one. Uh, Karen Gillan still writing this one. Uh, Gooey Villanova, or Villanova on art. Nice little Esad Ribbit cover. Still nothing. Nope, uh, nope, all right. nope And nothing. we're into ongoing. Immortals X-Men number five. More Karen Gillan. Yep. I do like that Arthur Adams variant cover on that, but that's about it. And we finally have a non-Karen Gillen item. We are into Jerry Duggan writing X-Men 13. We got X-Force 30 from Ben Percy. Al Ewing with X-Men Red number 5. Nope. No Fortnite. Don't care about that. We talked last month about Fortnite Cross Marvel Zero War number two. Now, okay, so so you know you, you think Fortnite, you think it's kind of a nice little kiddish thing, yeah. Um, and then when you think covers, who is like the uh, most hardcore, you know, crazy violent covers? That would be this Bjorn Barons that had been doing all the Spawn stuff. Yeah. Well, he has a Fortnite cover coming up, so I'm curious what that one's going to look like. Oh, that is that is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Peach Momoko getting yet another. I think this is the third or fourth of her Demon War series that she's gotten. They just keep green lighting them. She's doing writing and art and covers on these. Yeah. So she's doing good for uh, her writing. The Internals. She's doing cover A, cover B. <laughs> Very nice. Now. Now, page 13, uh, digitally, I don't know what page it is actually in the thing, but Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, I was smitten, yeah. I was smitten with this Art Germ Lao cover for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, number one. It's a Gene Young Lang, cool. Yang book, uh, Marcus Toe doing art, uh, but the Art Germ Lao, Stanley Art Germ Lao cover is amazing, I love it. And I good. hope it's I hope it's independently orderable and not a high ratio. 
uh, but it looks really, really great. It's a new Shang-Chi. I've given Shang-Chi tries before and never caught on, but I want to try this one again just because of this cover. I liked the movie. Yeah, I did too. There you go. Captain America, symbol of truth. Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, as well, on issue two. Spider-Man 7 by Zeb Wells. Yeah, and it seems like Pat Gleason is just carving out a niche for himself as the variant cover guy for Spider-Man. Now he's doing these design variants. Uh, he was doing yeah, the web webhead variants for a while. Yep. So... He just that's a little niche he's he's carved out for himself. Good for him. Yeah. Guess what, Drew? Uh Norman Osborne is back in Spider Man, so there we go. I have been uh watching through a lot of the old Spider Man movies with my children because they all want to watch No Way Home and I told them we will only do that if we watch through the Toby series. Oh come through on. the Garfield series. They and through the Tom Holland series. They they, they can't just watch so made it no through Toby. No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so we have made it through Toby. We have made it uh almost through the first amazing. Uh we got about 30 minutes left. I like to stop at really intricate, crucial points and say, oh, we'll pick it back up tomorrow, guys. Um, <laughs> so I've been uh, doing quite a bit of Spider-Man in that regard, but unfortunately not reading the this book here. Uh, are they all on Disney Plus? Uh, no, I, I just happen to have oh, them all. Okay. Very cool. Of course, Amazing Spider-Man double shipped seven and eight coming out this month. Defenders Beyond number two again. They launched quite a few things last month that we're just continuing with. Um, same thing with Daredevil, Daredevil number two, uh, Jenna's Val, Captain Marvel number two, Defenders Beyond number two, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor number two, Iron Cat number two. Um, we get Miss Marvel and Wolverine number one. What a team up. Yeah, that's not one I thought I would ever see. No. Uh, but we do get Moon Knight in this book, Drew. Is that him in the back there? Yep. Yeah. And when a mysterious threat lands in New York City, Miss Marvel takes matters into her own embiggened hands. But uh, with Krakoa security slash tech compromised, you can bet Wolverine and the X-Men won't be far behind. The best there is at what does uh, best there is at what he does teams up with one of Marvel Universe's most lauded heroes in an oversized action-packed adventure for the ages. Be here for the start of the new saga and follow through August and September as Moon Knight and Venom join Kamala Khan for the superhero spectacle of the summer. So, are we getting Miss Marvel and Wolverine, and then Miss Marvel and Moon Knight, and then Miss Marvel and Venom? Oh, Is that how we're gonna do this? Okay, okay. Well, that's interesting because this is a one shot. So, I'm guessing. At some point, Moon Knight will pop along and be the the tag-along. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. 
Now I'm now I'm really excited yeah. about it. There you go. So you'll do number one, or you'll do the Wolverine just to know what's going on when they do the Moon Knight. It depends on the week. If it's a, hef- <laughs> it's, a if it's a hefty Marvel week, um, or a hefty a hefty week of other comics, then maybe not. It'd have to be a slow week for me to read this. Just to, I'll I'll read the Moon Knight version, for whether it's whether I'm lost or not. You there know, you go. You know, but that's cool. Continuing the number two trend, yeah. Ant Man number two, Al Ewing's take on that. Wild cards, the drawing of cards number two, the Paul Cornell book. And here we have more Spider-Man 29, Exodus Omega, number one, Steve Orlando, uh, writing this one. The 30th anniversary of 2099 reaches an explosive conclusion. So we are draining 2099 for all he's worth as we're leading up to him uh, being a pretty pivotal character in the next uh, uh, animated movie that comes out, Spider-Verse movie. Marauders 5, Exterminators, number one, Light Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez, Ender the Grindhouse of X, Jubilee and Boom Boom and Dazzler, Drew, is that the, uh, oh, it looks like we also have, uh, have, uh, so what else, who else do we have here? I see a female Wolverine on there, but uh, I don't. They don't talk about her, so who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Knights of X number four, Legion of X number four, Gambit number three, X Men ninety two, number four. That patch series. Are you still reading that Wolverine patch? Uh, no, I dropped it. After two. There you go. Well, the fifth issue's coming out as it winds down. We always have Wolverine 23, Legends. A lot of books coming out, but nothing is. The Variants, Gail Simone uh, book, a really cool cover on that one. Uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil make it out on the front of that one. That's pretty rad. We continue the mech strike uh, with that Christos Cage book here, number two on that one. I do like that variance cover. Oh, we, oh that's right. We were talking about that yeah. last last month with the Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was digging that last month. I'm like, ooh, I'm drawing yep. to it again on the second issue. So more of that. So two for two as far as uh, intriguing. Yes, for sure. Jason Aaron with Avengers 58 and Avengers Forever, number eight, uh, Fists of Unworthy Thor. That sounds pretty rad, actually, on Avengers Forever 8. Oh, let's see, new Fantastic Four, three of that five-issue series there. I can't do the Punisher. I'm sorry, he looks stupid, and the the symbol looks stupid, so I just hate everything about that. <laughs> I mean, he looks derpy. He's got swords, and then he's got the stupid wannabe Mandalorian symbol in the front, and I just hate everything about it. 
Am yeah, I wrong? Am I, am I no, that's a terrible cover. That's a terrible cover. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't hate the, the new logo. Donnie Cates. Do. Go ahead. Oh, you no, know? I, I think no, it's I, so stupid. Yeah, I don't hate it. But I can understand being a purist. There you go. Hulk number nine, Donnie Cates, of course, writing this with Ryan Otley. Uh, we start a new Hulk with not Planet Hulk, but Hulk Planet. Uh, so <laughs> Way to mix we will it up. see what we do with that. Yeah, yeah. Everything is new again. Captain Carter, number five, coming to an end. Um, shout out to uh, our boy Wolf Wonder. We get Avengers and Moon Girl, number one. Ah, cool. Well, Holly, uh, Mishigo writing, uh, Doeginas, Neves on art. We got connecting variants. We got other variants. Uh, even with a team up with Miles Morales to scout Brooklyn for her missing T-Rex, Moon Girl is still missing her devil dinosaur. And now she has a wonky DD clone to try and stabilize for fear of explosive repercussions, but the Avengers have found some rogue dinosaur activity and need her to come with them right away to fix it. From Wakanda to the moon. You know, I kind of like the idea of let's just try some funky stuff as a one-shot, throw it out there, <clears throat> give fans of one of those characters, you know, a little fan service, get their... get. Get them a comic, get a comic in their hands. Maybe it'll sell well, maybe it won't, but it, we've only got one comic you never have. in it. Yeah, I, I like that idea. So, yeah, do more of that stuff. Yep, and they're not scalping, it's just a $4 buck. So, yeah. let's go. Moon Knight 13, Jed McKay. We'll talk to a couple people that actually dropped this already and are not getting what they want from Moon Knight from this series. What's really? your thoughts? Um, well, I like yep. it. I think it's good. Um, I'm glad we got him out of therapy. Um, keep him, and, and he's kind of doing some stuff now. I'm enjoying a lot more that he, he's not not on the couch. So, but it's yeah, it's 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 a little slow. It's slowing down, and um, I can understand. I can understand why people are like that because um, you know the show is an acquired taste as well. So. Not everybody's loving. I'm caught up on the show, and I actually really enjoyed the last issue of the show. Their last episode, oh yeah, five was oh, yeah. super good. That was great. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and it you know took me back to the the pre the prior Jed McKay series, so that was awesome. And I'm really appreciating Oscar. Isaac there, no, now. was it the small one? That was the small one series, was it? Uh, maybe or Lemire. They blend yeah. together. Um, but I really appreciate. <laughs> Oscar Isaac's portrayal and acting ability, and yeah. the fact that um, the different personalities and how how many people he's playing and like in reflections and it's just it's just really really good. He's doing a really fantastic oh, yeah, job. No doubt. Um, and it, it took me a, a little bit off guard at first, but I I really enjoy it. Only got one more left. I don't know how they're gonna. Only one more left. Tight, tight back back to the Moon Knight series here. Uh, two really good covers on this one as well. Yes. So that's awesome. E.M. Gist, or Gist, if you will, on the uh, variant cover. Yeah. 
uh, Donny Cates Thor. Uh, we got Thor 27 here. Not to be confused with uh, what we had prior, which is Avengers Forever, which we have Thor leading, but not a different Thor book. So, you know, just FYI. Uh, Venom. Al Ewing Venom 10 here. We got a couple three Venoms on the cover there, so that's pretty cool. Spider-Punk with its penultimate cover. A uh, really neat little uh, Taran Clark cover where we're putting Spider-Punk in uh, ultra-modern suits, but then giving him a guitar and a mohawk and still calling him punk. Okay. So, right. interesting. Which one is the Taran Clark? Oh, that's the... Okay, that's one, that one down there. Yeah, the postage one. The Okazaki is pretty good. I kind of like that. That's not Very bad. much so. Yeah. Spider-Gwen and the Gwedverse, uh, the last one of that Tim Seeley series, 5 of 5 there. Carnage number 5, uh, Venom Lethal Protector number 5. Miles Morales, 40. What if Miles Morales, number five? And uh, this one brings them all together. So we have Miles Thor, Miles Hulk, Miles Cap, uh, Miles Wolverine, and all the other ones all in one. So that's pretty rad. Yeah. Fantastic Four with Dan Slott, Savage Avengers, three... I hope that's good. Um, I really do. I hope it's. Uh, I hope it's. Um, uh, I hope he does a good job with it because I'd like to see him get more work. There you go. Boy, that is a heck of a cover on Ghost Rider Six. That is worth the price of admission alone. Cover by Kaon New, and that is so good with that Wolverine cover. Where are we at? I missed it. I'm I am on page forty eight, digital fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I assume that's the KL new, but that may be the Bjorn Barons. I don't know. Either way, phenomenal cover. Very nice. Predator gets his own series. We think so much of it we put it on page fifty. Yeah, uh, but it's a Ed Brisson. Launch, and you don't get it until 50 in. <laughs> He's my boy. Ed Brisson is my boy. We get a Raza cover. Um, tons of covers, actually. We yeah, Ryan Brown, Inhyuk Lee, Peach Baboko, Ron Lib, Philip Town, Scotty Young. We get a Camouflage cover. Camouflage variant cover. Yeah, so we got all kinds of stuff to launch Predator, but we're not going to talk about it. This seems like something you could have led with. Because in all reality, this is the most exciting of the number ones they've done this month. Unless you're an X person. I mean, if you're an X, if you like X Men, then you're up there with the axe and all that stuff. You're enjoying. All I that. guess. Yeah. yeah. So five bucks, forty pages, parental advisory. Pretty cool. That's just a that's just the first issue. It's not a one shot, yep. right? Yeah. Nope, that is a continuing series. Well, I, I mean, I don't normally like this stuff, but I really like Ed Brisson, so I'll give it a shot. There we go. Maybe it'll turn into a crime noir before it's all said. 
<laughs> One can only hope. Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi 3 of 5. Uh, of course, we have General Kenobi on the front here with uh, the, the clone troopers. So you can't beat that. The Battle of Abrion Bridge. So can't wait to see that of that five-issue series. Issue, or, uh, yeah, issue number three. Hey, uh, really want to see that Giuseppe Kevin Coley variant, hopefully. Yeah, and Star Wars Mandalorian Talk number two old. looks great. Rodney Barnes doing yeah. that. Um, I'm, I'm kind of psyched about this. I hope I hope they do this justice. I hope it's a good series. Uh, trying to think of what Rodney, Rodney Barnes I hope it's new stories. I hope they're not just rehashing stories. Please be something new. Because yeah, like right here, we, the battle with the Mudhorn. We've already seen the battle with the Mudhorn, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are we, is he going to battle it out with the Jawas, or is he in an alliance? Is there an alliance in the cards? Well, there was an alliance in the cards in the show, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars 26, Vader 25. Vader 25 has lost quite a bit. I mean, it, it had some really cool stuff with this Padme, Handmaiden stuff. Uh, I got bored with it a couple issues ago and have I've just stopped. Oh, wow. Well, I mean... I'm proud of you for reading that much. I <laughs> yeah, there was too much. There was too much Star Wars. I couldn't keep up, but I am, yeah. I am committed to Mandalorian. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Because like I hated War of the Bounty Hunters, and it bucked me off. I, you know, the regular Star Wars title, I just could completely keep up on. But I had always had Vader, and even that one, I'm just like, I'm gonna take a pause because nothing was really happening that I care about at the moment. Yeah, that's too bad. Yep. Bounty Hunters versus the Knights of Red in Star Wars Bounty Hunters 25 and Dr. Afer 23 continues on its thing. And then we are into collected editions. Yeah, well, look for um, some Neil Adams collected editions to come out um, next next time um for dc and whatever he did for marvel i know he did some great green arrow stuff and batman stuff but yeah we you, you let us know today kyle that uh neil adams passed uh 80 yep, neil adams passed at the yeah. at the age of 80 yep <laughs> yeah i met met him so at we a were focused on the, the failing george perez and uh your neil adams uh yeah yeah it is it's kind of it's kind of a a bummer you know all these great creators are going to be gone and um are we are we in better hands with this new crop or not i don't know yeah um do yourselves a favor uh find there's a couple different podcasts that kevin smith did interviewing neil adams about um kind of neil adams work in the quest to get comic book artists and writers paid uh, and a little bit less of the uh, independent contractor give them a little bit more rights to their their uh their uh their original arts and things like that and kind of how the industry changed neil adams was very very pivotal in uh getting you know a little bit more uh, of artists and creators, what they deserved within the comic book industry. Uh, I found those very fascinating. So um, do yourselves a favor and find those uh, interviews and just kind of celebrate 
what Neil Adams did, not only in his art, but for the industry and for our comic book creators as a whole. Yeah, and if you ever had the pleasure of, of being on a con where he was there, he had always had a massive couple of booths that he would be usually on an yeah. end cap. And his, his booths were like very impressive, and he had like a staff that ran them. And he was yep. and he was there like every day, all day, and signing and stuff. And it, it, yeah, he he it was always cool to see him in a con. He 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 went all in. Yeah, very much into the business of comics. Yeah. But that takes us to the end. A few collected editions, a few other things, and a yep. few check marks yep. and everything else but uh that's it again we got so many number ones last month for marvel that a lot of this was just number twos and continuations but a few new pop th- things popping up there yep exactly and uh that leads us into the cover price top 10 yeah and kyle i'm going to step 10. away for a second and get a tissue because my nose is full i'll be right back you continue with this and i'll catch up <laughs> excellent So as Drew steps away, we start with our cover price top 10 as we analyze the secondary market. Um, And number 10 is a very intriguing one. The Secret History of the War on Weed, number one. We have the Bored Ape Yacht Club Basie cover, limited to 500. This is kind of a, uh, you know, we're getting the world of NFTs and things crossing with the world of comics even more in regards to this cover. Of course, Bored Ape being some of the most prolific NFTs that hit the market a while back and shot up. So this these are capped at 500 here. Uh, we saw 11 moving on the secondary market with high sales of $210 for raw copies. Um, so we will see uh, what happened. These were originally 50 bucks, and they now sell for quite a bit on some things as well. So very curious to see what happens with those and, uh, you know, Bored Ape in the NFT market and then giving itself and lending to a limited cover, uh, a very cool crossover that I, I very much like. Can't wait oh, to see okay. what the highs in the crossover is for that. I was but, curious about know, what that was all about. I, I, I wasn't... Yeah, Bored Ape was a, a, one of the NFTs that hit pretty good. So... Interesting. At rank nine, we have Catwoman forty-two with another Sozo Miyaki one in twenty-five. We talked about this as uh, these have all done well. From Catwoman thirty-nine, forty did well. Forty-one and forty-two have all done pretty darn well with all these Sozo Miyaki Sozo Miyaka, uh, covers. Um, I assume we're hitting the apex where they will stop hitting so hard but so far so good on them the art's been great i don't look for that to go down but i look for us to just get get start ordering enough to flood the market so all right now is where we get into thor 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 so at rank eight hawk hawkeye versus deadpool zero issue um this has of course our first appearance of jane foster thor uh, and Spider Gwen in costume form in the Halloween scene. They're oh. worn by trick or treaters, <laughs> but <laughs> we get them first here. Even though these aren't character appearance, uh, 
these are the first costume appearances. This is the first time you see this stuff. So it still holds some weight. And I, I like that. I think that's awesome. So 27 copies moving on the secondary market. CGC 9.8 is going for two twenty nine. I have this whole series. I, lo- I actually thought it was quite good. I am rolling my um, eyes. So I can't... I'm rolling my eyes. Okay. You can't see, but I am rolling my eyes at this trick or treat. So now, Drew, we have, we have first cover appearance. We have first uh, uh, appearance as a character. We have cameo appearances. And now we have costume appearances, Drew. And I know that yeah. really just gets you going. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At rank seven, we have Thor, God of Thunder, number two. This is, of course, Gore the God Butcher's first uh, appearance. Um, and, of course, Christian Bale will be playing that character in the upcoming Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, CGC 9.8's hitting over 500 bucks, so cannot believe, beat that. At rank six, Thor, God of Thunder, Thunder number 25. Jane Foster makes her first cameo appearance as the God of Thunder Thor in the final issue of this Jason Aaron um, only 115 graded CGC 9.8s out there out of the 245 total graded CGC census books. Huh. So that's pretty cool. 27 copies, high sale of 255 for CGC 9.8. Thor God of Thunder 3, which I didn't think anything. Well, okay, no key first appearances. I didn't think so. While there is a key scene that was ripped directly from the comics to grace the silver screen, the reference scene is the death of Falagar the Behemoth. So, there's that. Additionally, many eBay listings are citing this book as the second appearance of Gore, which is incorrect. Um, that's actually God of Thunder, Thunder 4. But still, 19 copies. CGC 9.8 is oh, 125 bucks. We because have the Thor 8. in the trailer. Correct. Gotcha. We know we're getting that. Thor number eight. This is a clear contender for the top ten list. It's the first time Jane Foster Thor was revealed to be the new Thor. It is, uh, and it also is revealed that she is ill and suffering from breast cancer. Uh, and it was recently revealed that Jane Foster Thor will follow this t- this storyline. Thirty two copies. Uh, CGC nine point eight. One hundred and forty five dollars. Thor number two. Did we say Jane Foster dominated the top ten? Here's the first full appearance of Jane Foster as Thor. Even though we see Jane Foster Thor on the cover of one, she only appears in the final page as a cameo. Her second appearance after God of Thunder 25. Her first full appearance is in this second issue. 45 copies. CGC 9.8215. From 1978, we have What If Number 10. This is an interesting entry into the long life of the Jane Foster story. Although some may debate that this book is the first appearance of Jane Foster Thor, many disagree. Much like Exiles 3 and Captain Carter Number 1 debate, What If Number 10 debuts a different version of Jane Foster's Thor. The character in question goes by the name Thordis. 35 years later, Jane would once again pick up Mjolnir and become Thor in the mainstream Marvel Universe in Thor number one. One thing is for certain, finding this book over Thor number one is a much harder hunt. CGC currently is 155 copies of this book at 9.8 compared to Thor number one's 2,703 copies. <laughs> Tracked 49 copies, moving on the secondary market. Two grand for a CGC 9.8. Wow, and of course, the number one book, Thor number one, with her on the cover of that book. 
Uh, it's trending, it's big, it will continue to be big until Thor Love and Thunder come out. 91 copies tracked, tra- uh, uh, CGC 9.8 scoring for $395. And Rawls, over 100 bucks. That's crazy. Thor, Thor, Thor. Uh, let's see, I rank 11. We for a book that when it came out, we said would uh, be too many copies and wasn't worth oh, yeah. collecting. I think at one point we said that. I think you. I think we did say that, yes. We were wrong. Uh, rank 11, we have Bloodstone number one from 2001. Uh, Loose Rivers from Comic Circus propelled this book onto our runner-up list. Specifically, it mentioned that actress Laura Donnelly will be playing the titular character of Elsa Bloodstone in the upcoming Werewolf by Night Halloween special due later this year. Fans are eager for more of the supernatural from Marvel, with Elsa having connections to Werewolf by Night, the Midnight Suns, Dracula, Cthon, and a plethora of other monsters. Fans are grabbing this book up to secure her first appearance before she allegedly graces the screen. This sold just 15 copies with a high sale of 925 bucks for a CGC 98. Uh, rank 12, we have Journey into Mystery, the annual number one from 1965. This is, uh, fans were treated with a glimpse of Olympus and the backside of Zeus, played by Russell Crowe in the recent trailer for Thor, Love and Thunder. In a blink, and you'll miss it, statues of other Greek gods were also visible. Setting off speculation on exactly who we may see in the upcoming film. With this book being the first appearance of Olympus, Zeus, and Hercules, fans figure Hercules may be the lucky winner who was not depicted so far. With past titanic battles between Thor and Hercules in comics, this book is seeing an uptick as buyers hope this will translate to the larger MCU. We tracked 11 copies sold at a seven-day trend uh, with a high sale of 2600 bucks for a CGC 8.0. Journey to Mystery Annual number one. Very cool. Uh, rank 13, Batman Beyond, The White Knight number one, with the new Robin, continues to sell. 42 copies sold with a high sale of 20 bucks. At rank 14, we have Moon Knight's first issue from 1980. Uh, 880 bucks for a CGC 9.8 uh, selling. At uh, rank 15, Spawn number 9 with his Angela's first appearance. Uh, made this thing move 38 copies and a high sale of 195 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 16, we have Amazing Spider-Man 93, a Webhead, a Webhead Patrick Gleason variant. Uh, 21 bucks for a Raw on this one. Uh, rank 17 is Ultimate Fallout number 4, uh, which is Miles Morales' first appearance. Uh, up to $3,350 for a CGC 9.8. So that's fantastic. Uh, rank eighteen, we have yeah, no. uh, rank eighteen, we have Young Avengers number one uh, from two thousand five. One of our favorites. Uh, this sold twelve additional copies and had a high sale of eight hundred forty bucks for a CGC nine eight because this uh, for his first appearances of Kate Bishop, Eli Bradley, and Billy Kaplan uh, with speculation the race uh, the, the first appeared in this in this issue. At rank 19, Death of Doctor Strange, Bloodstone number one from 2022. Lyra Bloodstone, the elder sister of Elsa Bloodstone, makes her first appearance in this book, selling 20 copies with a high sale of 120 bucks 
for a CGC 9.8. That's a pre-sale because it's not back yet from CGC. Uh, Raw is selling around 12 bucks. Add finishing it out uh, at rank 20 is the Fiona, Fiona Staples 1 in 25. Thor number one from 2014. Um, I forgot about this one. Uh, but yeah, it, it sold 14 copies and a high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8. So awesome. Very cool. Support for Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code C4FAP at manscaped.com. I've been with Manscaped since the 1.0, and now we're on the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest trimmer ever. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproofed and also has an LED spotlight for more precision shaving. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code C4FAP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code C4FAP. That's the letter C, the number 4, F-A-P, at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now it's time for us to take a look at uh, the FOC. And see what's going on. Yeah, of course, the FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to add a few things to uh, what we want to get in our orders. Not have to chase things on the secondary market. Maybe we see a little bit of art or something fun from it and uh, get a react to that. So we, of course, want to dive through it and see what we can find. We get a nice little list from our good friends at Cowabunga Comics saying what's available and when we have to order those things. Um, so let's start at the top with some of our DC items. Did we so get move things um, from screen to screen? We did get the FOC from from Eric, didn't we? Yep, just came through not too long ago. Batman Fortress number one. That is the Gary Winna written. Can the Dark Knight stop an invasion on Earth? We also have the DC Pride one-shot as well. This is their uh, <coughs> fan favorite characters, uh, where they just kind of create those one-shots with a bunch of different characters. That one. What is Batman Fortress now? Uh, Gary Wood wrote that an eight-issue series for that. Um, can the Dark Knight stop an invasion of Earth? So I don't really know exactly huh. what's going Interesting. on. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that one. I like Gary Wood, so we shall see. What do I know him from? Uh, he wrote uh, Rogue One. Oh, that's right. That's right. And he's had a few comic books that have been kind of cool. He did that uh, reinterpretation of uh, Peter Pan that we got. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. From Image not too long ago as well. 
DC versus Vampire Hunters, number one. It looks pretty sweet. Deathstroke Incorporated, number nine. Derek Chu doing a phenomenal cover on that one. I normally, awesome. w- I normally wouldn't care about this, but it is tied into that Shadow War series. So, uh-huh. and I'm already reading the other pieces in Robin and uh, where's the other one in Nightwing? Shadow War, Nightwing. Yeah, no, that sounds right. no, I think it's in uh, Robin. Yeah. Anyway, it's like it, it's crossing over like three different series. So, and I read two of the three series. So I got to read Destro now. Yeah, make sure you check out that uh, Derek Chu. I'm looking at it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty Of course, nice. Derek Chu having also a cover B for Harley Quinn 15. Uh, but I like his uh, Deathstroke better. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. That Harley Quinn. Holy moly. Yeah, the boxer. I haven't heard anybody telling me if I've been missing out on this Task Force Z when I dropped it. Back on, like, issue four or three. Uh-huh. So I don't know if anybody's really enjoying it and I'm missing out. or But I haven't, I haven't really seen any scuttlebutt about it. Let's look over an image, see what they have in the FOCs. Um... And let's not forget uh, Saga. A lot of different items. <laughs> yeah. Since we missed the last last issue, forgot to order our last yeah. issue. But let's make sure we throw this one on there this time. That's all, that's on Saga me. Saga fifty nine, the okay. old fish cover. Unnatural's back with a new series called Blue Blood. The thirtieth ice cream man. Uh, I really like that cover. The uh, the mice in the maze cover, if you will. Yeah, it's pretty great. The last issue, the 29th issue, I just read it. And uh, it was basically like this, this guy dies and, you know, it's about this guy's will and his life and mortality and deep stuff, dude. Deep stuff. I was oh, like, yeah? I was like... So not just oh, a, wow. a generic spooky book? <laughs> no, no, man. It was like I, I'm gonna put some of this stuff in my in my will and testament. It's good. It's good stuff. Don't, who's gonna know? Who's gonna know? I still I stole it from a comic. <laughs> I would. I'm telling everybody it was plagiarized. Uh, he, he plagiarized this from Ice Cream Man 29. <laughs> Bloodstained Teeth number two. Still haven't read the first. It seems like it's gonna be a pretty good, pretty good book. Raid gets his hardcover. Um, I haven't got the final issue yet, I don't believe. The last issue was pretty darn good. And Newburn gets number seven. Excited to read that. That'll be fantastic. Stillwater 13, I'm excited about that. Good stuff all through there. Lots of good stuff from Image this week. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then as I look at Dark Horse, um, there's Pearl. Pearl coming back for it looks oh, like wow. her third volume. Um, so that's kind Pearl of interesting. Three, yeah. I um, don't know. I'm not sure that I read both volumes. I'm trying to. I'm have to. Maybe it'll be very accessible because I do want to check this out because I enjoyed at least the one I read, the one that I remember reading. I enjoyed. And we have Demons Finishes Up. That's the Greg Capullo, Scott Snyder book that they're doing for uh, Dark Horse. Yep, so the third and final issue of that. Nothing in IDW, probably. <laughs> Just the ongoing TMNT stuff. Ten issue incentive is a, not a bad looking issue. I like that. Uh, let's see, Marvel might have some stuff down here. This is Fortnite, Here's Marvel, the, uh, Zero War. Yep. Your boy Sid Kevich, uh doing a cover for that as well. Yeah. He's a big gamer, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. Of course, the big issue with those, get the codes. The codes, the codes, the codes. Kind of a low output for Marvel this week, it seems like. Or maybe yeah, a, not a ton, actually. Not a lot of stuff, lot of stuff there that I'm interested in. Anything in Boom? Not really. Uh. Looking at the back half, some of the back half FOC stuff. Nothing's jumping out at me yet. Bill and Ted roll dice. <laughs> What's going on there? That's like a role playing with uh, Bill and Ted. That's kind of interesting. The crossover you didn't know you needed. Yeah, exactly. Good boy getting a volume two from Source Point. Very nice. Well deserved. Yeah. And I think that is it, Drew. Well, that puts me in a bit of a what you gotta have? Not really. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. What was that, what was that Derek Chu that I liked? Well, that was, that was uh, Harley Quinn. I can't pick another Harley Quinn. Can I pick another Harley Quinn? <laughs> You got yours locked and loaded already, bro? Nope, not in the least. 
Alright. Well, I'm gonna take... I think I might have to take that, or, I, or maybe I'll take a, a pearl's not gonna do anything. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see anything in Marvel that stuck out. I'm just gonna take Fort, Fortnite Marvel Zero War Wad and see if it hits as hard as the DC Fortnite book did. Oh, is this the first time that they're that they're sticking their toe in that? Yep. First time. Okay, yeah, it might be even more sought after then. Yeah, you you might have hit some on something there. And I yeah. I guess I'm gonna go with the the Derek Chu um, Harley Quinn. Uh, cover me. Even though it's the second best Derek Chu cover. Ah, yeah. I I think it'd be more collectible than a Deathstroke cover. But yep, I, I could maybe. be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> now let's slide on over and take a look at the Hot 10 from our friends at CBSI. And, of course, our good friends at Comic Book Invest put out their Hot 10 for what their books are moving on the secondary market. And let's start with their number one book, uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number six. Cover price up to $75 and more. You know that gift with Nathan Fillion where he is trying to say words but can't? That's me thinking of this one. Bad Bunny, movie, Sony, wrestler. Okay, that's how we're going to play it. Why so. is this one hot? He didn't really say. Yeah, for, it's the first appearance of some wrestler that they're trying to do some sort of spin off with, I think. So, El Muerto. It's the first appearance of El Muerto. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, we shall see. At rank two, we have, of course, the secret history of the world. We, number one, the Board Ape variant limited to 500. Replacing the incentive that was on the list last week, this one makes more sense to me compared to the number one that we have already, but already above $350. That's crazy. At rank three, we have Captain Carter number one, the one in 25 variant, uh, $250 to $300 raw, and a 9.8, which is out super fast, sold for $550. That's crazy. What books are you down really overall? Like this, there are you? books like this that sp no. I thought you. Liked I, I like. No, nope, not me. Sprung okay. out of nowhere. Those good for those that bought in cheap. At rank four, we have the Exiles number three from twenty eighteen. Uh, the Saladin Ahmed book was about a $50, $60 book last week and is now $100. Uh, not really expecting a lot of screen time for Peggy in uh, DS2, whatever that is, but she's there, so I guess we will see. At rank 5, we have Spider-Gwen, Gwenverse number 1, the Tarin Kark. Clark Pro Comics variant. That's a really good looking variant. 
Of course, this is the Tim Seeley book. Sales are kind of all over the place, but it's definitely over $100. It's a very cool-looking cover. Be looking at any harder-to-find Spider-Gwen variants and just buy them up. Um, what, what's, a, what's a Comics Pro variant? Uh, Who probably, gets those? I don't know. Stores? Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a specific store or what. Interesting. Yeah. Comics Pro is a trade association for comic book retailers. Oh, so it's yeah. like an imprint. Like their own variant cover. Yeah. I got you. I think so. Daredevil number one from 2019, the Scotty Young variant. $50 for Raw and a CGC 9.8 going for 175 This was about a $20 to $30 book at one point. Yet another Scotty Young book that is getting tougher to come by in the secondary market. Prices are going up. That's pretty cool. I love Scotty Young. Oh, cool that the, that, they're, that people are trying to track down old stuff of his. That's cool. I completely agree. I think that's awesome. At rank 7, Spawn number 9. 9.8s had been about $150 this week. They're up 25% to almost 200 bucks. People are still buying into the Angela uh, thing and hoping she shows up in the MCU at rank eight, we have all of the Neil Adams Signature Series. Yes, there have been a ton of sales today for the Signature Series books. We're just highlighting it here as a tribute to Mr. Adams and what he has meant to the comic book world. Thank you, Neil Adams. So, a lot of movement on a lot of Signature Series books for his online as well. Get them while you can. Sell them if you want to. All that fun stuff. At rank 9, Something is Killing the Children, number 23, the Jenny Frizzin one-per-store variant, 30 to $40. Month after month, these one-per-store variants sell like crazy. Not sure exactly why, as I would think spending that same amount on the 1 in 50 is probably a better investment, but to each their own. At rank 10, we have Incredible Hercules 120, the <coughs> Greg Pack, Fred Van Lenty written series. Dozens have sold. This spec is so terrible. Not even going to get into it. Just Google if you want to. It's over ten bucks. And our honorable this, mentions. Um, we've go ahead. This this one in one one per store variant. Something is killing the children. So we think that's makes it around twenty two thousand twenty five hundred copies. Yeah, and so a one in fifty would be a lot lower than that. Most likely. Yeah, I'd say the amount of stores ordering 50 is even lower than that. Yeah. Okay. I'm get, I got you. And on our mention, we have First Woman, NASA's Promise for Humanity, number one, a New York Comic Con giveaway book. Uh, 40 to $50. Not really sure how many of these they produce, but it's kind of an interesting book to have, and that's pretty nice. And the other honorable mention, Dynamic Comics number 11. Love how the bad guy in the left test tube is still trying to bash the blonde, even though he's about to be taken out. CGC 2.5 sold for $9,000 this week. So that's pretty cool. Overstreet Price Guide listed 2.0 worth about $300. So <laughs> uh, supply and demand, bro. 
uh, tin, so tin yet center. even more reason never to listen to Overstreet. <laughs> yeah, unless you're buying, I guess. In and out. Use it to buy, not to sell. All right, Drew, it's time for our sneak peek to look at the stuff coming out this coming Tuesday and Wednesday and see what we need to get ourselves into. Uh, let's head on over to Looter Distributions and see what's coming out on the 3rd. The 3rd. We get a second printing of Batman Beyond the White Knight number one, so that is really cool. Because uh, yeah. that book has spiked. We get a completely different cover on that as well, so definitely worth picking that up. If you missed out on the first cover, I should say. Well, this is the week of um, free comic book day books, too, right? Oh, my, yeah. Yeah, so. That'll be the Super Pets and Dark Crisis and Galaxy the Prettiest Star. What else? What else? Uh, the Dark Crisis. Yeah, Dark Crisis. Free comic book day. Very cool Nubia cover coronation. on Nubia. Yeah, I like that Joshua Space Wobby cover. We were excited about Quest Aside during the FOC period. Yeah, it seems kind of neat. It was Cat Stag's uh, cover B, World of Krypton, number six cover. cover. Um, I like it. I don't know. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's well composed. Let's take a look at what Image has. Yeah. Uh, Deadly Class, number 52. I'm excited about this. Cover B is really cool. Twig number one. We talked a lot about Twig. Scotty Young written Kyle Strom on our The Ash Can Took Fire Like Crazy. So I'm looking for good things from the book. Uh, five issue series. Uh, so I, I liked some, some good Scotty Young stuff. I loved Middle West and I enjoyed I Hate Fairyland. So let's keep going. Is Twig just now coming out? Yeah, we added in the FOC and then we uh, had it. It like that we yep. talked about the ash yep. can for the longest time, but yep. now that's, we're finally that's getting true. there. That's right. <clears throat> and I'm excited about Manifest Destiny. That's got to be getting close to the end. Uh, I think what was it? Would we decide it was 48? Was the end? Yeah. And then Metal Society. It looked pretty good too. It launches. That's a Zach Kaplan book that I was interested in. But yeah, Twig might do something really well because there was a lot of heat on that on that ash can. Does that does that suck yep. the life out of the speckability of this first issue? Sure does. does. No, yeah. Nothing really at IDW. Neat looking cover A for TMNT. Don't get Eastman yet. And uh, if I remember correctly, I liked the, the one in 10 as well. Yeah. 
Carnage. Another good cover by uh, Sway on Black Panther Legends 4. Oh, nice. Spider-Man 2099 Exodus Alpha. Jesus. That's a stupid little title. It's a stupid long title. (laughs) Unnecessarily confusing and long. But there's the first uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I can't beat that. Think there's anything there that will do? They'll do anything fun with that. Who's the writer? From the look of what they're doing to Mandalorian, I think they're just kind of ha- rehashing old stories. Yeah. But maybe they'll throw a new one in there because, like I said, we looked at issue three that was coming out or whatever, and it's just a, uh, it's a tale from his general Kenobi days. So we shall see because this is him just writing in his old journals about old stories, and we just pull them off. So. You okay. know, my, my, the, uh, the specker in me says buy them all because something will happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Cantwell's got that ability. Yeah, Peach Momoko doing a uh, cover as well that I like. Nothing in Dynamite. Boom gives us a new dude book. Boom has dude. Can't even tell with my <laughs> with my congestion. You can't even tell the difference when I'm saying boom and dude. They sound exactly alike. What's a future twenty five continuing to look really cool? Get the FOC exclusive reveal cover. That's pretty rad. 78 miles per hour, number one, a Red 5 comics book by Mauro Mantella. Earth is no longer what it used to be. An environmental catastrophe transformed the atmosphere into a large magnifying glass that enhances solar radiation. I've seen that. <coughs> Excuse me. My God. Archer and all Armstrong forever getting another Archer and Armstrong. So if you like Archer and Armstrong from Valiant, uh, this looks like a really neat issue or uh, series coming out. Steve Fox, uh, Marchio Fiorito, and Bernard Chag on uh, the covers. I'm going to chug some NyQuil. I know that. (laughs) Slogging through some different... (laughs) One Night in Prague, number one, from Keen Spotting. Tag Galusha, written and drawn cover. It's a very interesting fantasy adventure there. <laughs> Stop I it. I know, it's like out of control. <laughs> Cutaway Comics, Drew. Do you know anything about Cutaway Comics? 
I do not. Paradise Towers, Paradise Found, number one, from Sean Mason. So that seems a, kind of an interesting book there. Yeah. An icy, an ice hot science fiction adventure and sequel to the season twenty four Doctor Who adventure from the world of Doctor Who. So that's interesting. If you're a Doctor Who fan, if you're not, if you're a Whovian, and then Quest Aside number one, of course, we'll talk about that again. Well, yeah, you guys need to go to your local S- LCS, local comic book shops, <laughs> local LCS is redundant, um, and uh, check out their free comic book day offerings because it should be cool. I wish that uh, I could do the tour again, but I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make it out this time. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy it. So we wish you Absolutely. a very, very, a, very, a wonderful new comic book day. Now, apparently, uh, Soulfire was always big with Aspen Comics, Drew. And they are re-releasing the 2003 Aspen Comics debut of Soulfire for $1.99. Michael Turner and Jeff Loeb are writing that. Oh, cool. So, a nice little re-release there for only $1.99. And I really, it's got a really cool cover B that's kind of a chromium cover. I very much like that. Okay. I don't know the price on that, so I don't know how much I like it. That's all I had. Yep, all right. So, Drew, this is the board bought it of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week what's your book that you gotta have you gotta put in a, in a uh, bag and a board and make sure you keep because it's going to go up in price it'll be the next Femthor uh, I am um, were you going to go Twig yes you're going to go Twig okay I'll go I'll go uh, Metal Society then uh, Zach okay. Kaplan and, and um, Guillermo Balbi very cool. Yeah, Twig was the one that jumped out the most for me that I was like, oh yeah, I'm actually quite interested in this. So, You're doing if not, grab yourself an Obi-Wan or some other stuff and you'll be fine. Um, I'm assuming you're doing cover A? Yes, please. Okay. All right, I want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we slog congested through the sneak peek at next week Ugh. and all that fun stuff. Hopefully, we will be back to back to our old selves next week, so we appreciate that. We thank you guys for dragging along with us, for Drew and for myself. Achoo. Achoo. <laughs> our LCS is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and they're... Mail order company, deep discount comics. Um, and we went there and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We are the we were the very first, <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic customer service wise. Discounts, they were very close, if not the same or better than DCBS on a lot of things. 
um, mm-hmm. over and above uh, customer service wise, always taking care of us, going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already uh, before you even have to think about about it. That's kind of cool. Really quality experience. So we, we love working with Cowabunga and Deep Discount, and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes mm-hmm. that we leave them there because we like them. They're cool, good people. That's why they're in there. By God, they'd tell you to, if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them because every, everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in, in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants, amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know. <laughs>